Golden West Radio Network presents Crisis. Well, did you see him? Is that him? That was him. Oh, oh, my dear. My dear Minerva. Not exactly your idea of what Charles Strong would look like, is it? Absolutely positive. It's him? Absolutely. Living right here with us at the Franklin. Imagine. Why, he's famous. Oh, not so much these days, I suppose. But once upon a time, Florence, once upon a time. Yes, yes. There was a time when Charles Strong was the most controversial author. Why, he was banned. Our library wouldn't take a single book of his. And if you were caught with a Charles Strong novel in your possession, it was a scandal. I know, I know. But I thought he died. I, I thought I read somewhere that he had died. Nevertheless... That terrible, wizened-up little old man who's moved on to the seventh floor is the Charles Strong, the bloodiest mystery writer in America. In his day, that is. (laughs) Well, do you suppose, do you suppose he'll murder us all in our beds some night? For some of our senior citizens, excitement is where you find it especially in as respectable a place as the Franklin, a moderately expensive apartment hotel which caters to the spinsters, widows, and occasional widowers who can afford the rates. Perched on high ground, expensively landscaped, surrounded by elegant old homes, the Franklin is an unlikely place for a horror story, but that is exactly what we have tonight. Our play is titled The Franklin Phantom. And we'll have Act One in just a minute. And now, The Franklin Phantom. To say that Miss Minerva Hastings is a busybody would be unkind, but not far from the truth. Despite her 80 years, her eyes are bright and her hearing is sharp, and if her step is slower than it once was... Her mind is as fast and efficient as the works in a well-oiled clock. Oh, it's three. They're having tea with the Reverend Usher in the solarium. But you haven't told me how you did it, Minerva. Did what? Found out about Charles Strong. Perfectly simple. I help them sort the mail, you know. Yes. Well, for over a week now, mail has been arriving here addressed to a Mr. Arlen, a Mr. Roscoe Arlen. Yes, the man on the seventh floor. Yes, well, most of the mail was big brown manila envelopes mailed from Philadelphia. Oh? These envelopes were all marked with the eagle, pen, and book symbol, the symbol for the Adler Publishing Company. Adler means eagle in German. Well, my star. And as it happened, one of the envelopes was so poorly sealed, it just fell open in my hands as I was trying to seal it. And I saw what was inside. Well, what? Bundles of letters. Letters? Letters, all addressed to Charles Strong. Oh, yes. Why, you don't say that poor little old man. <laughs> Not so poor. 
Oh, no, I suppose you're right. That sort of trashy novel always did sell, I suppose. Well, I'm surprised they'd let him in. Here? Why, yes, we did have standards at one time. Oh, I dare say if Mr. Cooper knew that his Roscoe Arlen was really the most notorious blood and thunder author since Edgar Allan Poe, he'd be flattered all the way down to his arch support. Well, I'm off to tea. But, Minerva, what will we say to him? I mean, how will we act? Well, I can't speak for the others, but I intend to go right up to him and introduce myself and say, you're a fraud and a humbug, Charles Strong. You're just as feeble and broken down as the rest of us here at the Franklin, and I'm not scared of you one bit. Well, Minerva, we're ready for dessert and not a sign of you know who. I think I'll speak to Mr. Cooper. Here he comes now. Oh, Mr. Cooper! Good evening, ladies. Mrs. Bradbury, you call, Miss Hastings? Yes, I did. Bend down here. I don't want to shout all over the dining room. All right. We have a new neighbor on the seventh floor. Uh, Mr. Arlen, I believe he calls himself. Yes, yes, we have. Just moved in. We were hoping to see him at dinner. Hmm. Isn't down here, is he? No, no, he's not. We've been watching for him. You don't suppose he's ill, do you? Oh, I, I don't think so. Where's he from? I, uh, I can't remember at the moment just where he said he came from. Oh, doesn't... <laughs> Mr. Cooper, you, the manager of the Franklin, as efficient a young man as you are, forgetting a thing about any of us, I don't believe it. Minerva thinks he's using an assumed name. What? Florence, I never said any such thing. Shame on you. Why, you did too. Florence, you're flushed. Take your pill. I am? Oh, my. Yes. Yes, my pill. Thank you. I I wouldn't concern myself too much about Mr. Arland, actually. He's probably, oh, a little shy. New surroundings and all that, you know. Well, enjoy your dessert and have a nice evening. Hmm. Shy, my foot. Oh, do I still look flushed, Minerva? Huh? Oh. Oh, yes, you look very flushed. Why don't you go on up to your room, dear, and lie down? Perhaps I'd better. Yes. I'll look in on you later tonight. Don't forget our TV date. Uh, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Well, I suppose it could be a sleeve. A plain possum. On, mister, whoever you are, I know you're in there. You're going to have to come out sooner or later. What you don't know, my fine feathered friend, is that I can be just as stubborn as Yes? Uh, 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 I... I, th- I thought per- perhaps you were asleep. If I had been, you'd have waked me up. Well, uh, yes, I, I suppose. <clears throat> my, my name is Minerva Hastings. Uh-huh. And are you the Franklin's version of the welcome wagon? <laughs> Delightful sense of humor, Mr. Arlen. I'm, I'm sure we'll get along beautifully. I'm not at all sure of that. I uh, uh, missed you at dinner. 
Uh, Mrs. Hastings, when I decided to make my home here... Miss Hastings? Huh? Uh, it's Miss Hastings. Oh, my mistake. As I was saying, Miss Hastings, uh, when I decided to make my home here at the Franklin, I was given assurance that my privacy would be respected. Do you get the point? Uh, yes, Mr. Arlen. I'm not as dense as you may think. I get the point very clearly. I not only get the point, as a matter of fact, I am fully aware of your reason for this obsessive desire for privacy. Oh, you are? I am. Is that smug expression the result of a tick, or do you really think you know something about me? I know something, Mr. Arlen. But I'll trouble you no further. It's been very nice meeting you. Uh, just, uh, just a minute. Yes? There's no reason we shouldn't be friends now, is there? The apartment's a terrible mess. I'm still unpacking, but uh, do come in. Well, if you're quite sure... I'm quite sure. Oh, my! You, uh, you are in the throes of it, aren't you? I'd offer you a chair, only there doesn't seem to be one available. Well, that's quite all right. I like standing. Miss, uh, Miss Hastings, uh, what is it you think you, uh, know? As I said... I happen to know why you value your privacy as you do. Now, why is that? I know who you really are. And let me say, for whatever reason you prefer to use an assumed name, you may count on my discretion. I am not a bearer of tales. You think I'm not who I say I am? If it pleases you to pretend you are not whom you really are, that is your business and none of mine. Correct. And now that you've examined these boxes of my jumbled belongings, perhaps you'll permit me to continue unpacking. I'd be happy to give you a hand if you'd like. I'm very capable and strong, and you seem to be rather frail. If you'll tell me where you'd like some of these things, I'll help you put them away. I don't need your help. These apartments have lots of closet space. Now, shan't I open this closet and hang up a few things? Stay away from there. Well, it's only a closet, Mr. R. My apartment is laid out exactly like yours, and this is a large walk-in closet. Well, you get out of here, and I'll get out. Whatever you say, Mr. Arlen. One word of advice, if I may. We at the Franklin are a congenial lot. We have much to share. And there's no room here for... Oh, there's... Something spilled all over your carpet. Did you see this here? Here by the closet door. <clears throat> what looks like bird seed. Do you keep a bird? <laughs> you found me out, didn't you? That's my secret. I have a bird. I'm very fond of it. I've had it for years. Oh, I know the rule about the pets here, but I hated to part with it. So I hid it in the closet. Uh -huh, that was clever of you. As I said, I'm discreet. I certainly hope so. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. Uh, Mr. Arlen. Uh, yes? Haven't you had your dinner? 
You ought to eat something. Oh, uh, don't worry about me, Miss Hastings. I could bring you a little something. I have influence in the kitchen. No, no, it won't be necessary. Uh, thanks, anyway. Oh, uh, uh, by the way, what kind of a bird is it? Oh, it's, uh, uh, uh well, you know, uh, uh... Parakeet! Yes, yes, parakeet. Oh, how lovely. Good night, Mr. Arlen. Yes, good night. Minerva has spent only a few minutes in the mysterious Mr. Arlen's room, but she's learned a great deal. Now, what will she do with what she knows? And where will it lead her? The answers in just one minute. And now, back to the Franklin Phantom. It's a few minutes later now, and Minerva and Florence are talking over Minerva's adventure in Mr. Arlen's room. I gained a little advantage over him, and from now on, I think he'll go out of his way to be accommodating to me. Why? What did you do? Well, if I gave it away, then I wouldn't have the advantage, would I? Minerva, but we're friends. I'm the closest friend you've got at the Franklin. You said so yourself. Let's just say that Mr. Arlen knows I know something about him that he wouldn't like to have circulated. Oh, this is so exciting. What is it, please? Never you mind. Minerva, if I tell you a very dark secret, will you tell me what you've got on Arlen? A dark secret? You've got a dark secret? I have. And nobody knows it. Not a soul. Not even you. What could you possibly keep from me? Do we swap? Well, all right. You go first. Follow me. Here, in the back of my closet. <gasps> you have a bookcase in the back of your clothes. And look what's in it. <gasps> Florence Bradbury, I never suspected it. <laughs> The complete collected works of Charles Strong. Lawrence, I'm surprised at you. I knew you would be. Now, what's your secret? Well, Mr. Arlen, or Mr. Strong, I mean, has a parakeet. A parakeet? But, but that's against the rules. Of course it is. I discovered it because it spilled a little bird seed right by the door to the closet where he keeps the thing. He keeps the poor bird in the closet? Oh, probably just when he lets someone into his apartment. Are you going to report him to Mr. Cooper? No, but he doesn't know that. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do now that you know? Do? Nothing. It just amuses me to know what I know. You see, Florence... I know something about every single person living here at the Franklin. Even the shiniest coin has a dark side. What does that mean? It means every one of our high-toned neighbors has something she'd like to hide. There's the former art gallery owner with her private stock of naughty pictures. And the retired stockbroker who drinks absinthe and makes eyes at Mr. Cooper. And one of us takes cocaine. And one of us practiced witchcraft. 
One of us was a stripper in Alaska. And there's even you, Florence. There's even you. Me? You have a library of sorts, haven't you, dear? Oh, I should never have told you. Mm -hmm, But you did. (laughs) Well, anyway, we've missed our TV programs. I'm going home to bed. And tomorrow, I've an idea I'll be tied up with your favorite author. Today I can offer a little hospitality, Miss Hastings. Uh, won't you join me in a snort? <laughs> Later, perhaps. <gasps> My, you got your apartment put to rights in a hurry. I was up half the night doing it. Oh, then I should leave and let you sleep today. Oh, no, no. Stay right where you are. I'm, I'm glad you dropped in. I've been wanting to continue where we left off last night. You fascinate me, Minerva. Uh, 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 Really? Yes, you evidently detected who I really am. You are Charles Strong. Indeed I am, at your service. I knew you were, you know. I I knew it even before you moved into the Franklin. My entire scheme to protect my identity blown sky high. How do you do it? Oh, I have ways. You certainly must have. Well, now that you know that the dean of low literature resides among you, uh, what do you plan on doing about it? Oh, uh, (laughs) nothing, probably. (laughs) Well, I see that if I'm to... If I'm to have the peaceful dotage I've counted on here, I'll have to enlist you as an ally. Come on, Minerva. Have yourself a little snort. (laughs) Well... And then I want you to, uh... Then I want you to meet my parakeet. Why didn't you tell me this before, Mrs. Bradbury? Because I was afraid. It's been four whole days since anyone has seen Miss Hastings? Yes. Well, well, we'll find her, don't worry, but I do wish you'd said something earlier. Oh, I just couldn't, you see. If I had told you about her seeing Mr. Arlen, then you'd probably find out he's really tall, strong, and he has a parakeet in his apartment. A parakeet? And then everyone would know, and Minerva would spill the beans about my having all these books. Mrs. Oh. Bradbury, what are oh, you talking damn. about? Excuse me, I, I let the cat out of the bag. You, you've got me mixed up. You, you say that Mr. Arlen is really someone else? He's really Charles Strong. The, the one who wrote all those that's books? The, that's the one. Minerva spotted him, and in fact, the last time I saw her... Four days ago, she was going up to the seventh floor to see him. That was the last time you saw her? That's right. Oh, my. You don't suppose? I, I don't know, but but he came to the Franklin under false pretenses, if, if, if he's really who you say he is. And I'm going to have a visit with him right now and see what he knows about Miss Hastings. And I'm coming with you. It's Mr. Cooper, Mr. Arlen. Please open the door. Yes? I'm sorry to bother you, Mr. Arlen, but there are some things we have to talk about. Oh, uh, this is uh, Miss Bradbury, a friend of Mrs. Hastings. You've got it backwards. No, I'm Mrs. and Minerva's well, Miss. Well, anyway, may, may we come in? If you're sure you all know who you are, I guess it's all right. I'll come. I'll come right to the point. One of our long-term residents, Minerva Hastings... 
is missing. And you may have been the last person to see her. Well, how long has she been gone? Four days. Four days, and you're just starting to look for her now? Well, we didn't know she disappeared until Mrs. Bradbury here reported it just a few minutes ago. Right on the old ball, aren't you, Mrs. Bradbury? Oh, you keep a civil tongue in your head. And after I bought every filthy book you ever wrote. Huh? And that's another thing. I have to ask you, sir. Are you, in fact, Charles Strong? No, I am, in fact, Roscoe Arling. I'm afraid I'll have to ask you to prove that. And what's your name? Well... You know my name. I'm Marvin Cooper, the manager. Can you prove it? Well, of course I can prove it, but that's not the issue. What have you done with Minerva? Yes. No. I mean, Mrs. Brad- Mrs. Bradbury, just stay out of this, please. We have a very strict rule here at the Franklin, Mr. Arland. We do not register persons under assumed names. We do not allow pets. And we don't allow kidnappers. Kidnappers? Where is Minerva? Do you have her? Look here, Cooper. Get this old battle axe out of my room. He's keeping a parakeet. I am not. You are so. Minerva told me. It's in this closet right here. My word. What in God's name have you got there, man? Well, there's no parakeet. As big as cats. Rats as big as cats. Very nice. You know, Hallmark could use you. What is the meaning of this? Your apartment's got rats. That's the meaning of it. I was going to report it. You are just... Mrs. Bradbury, be quiet. Now, Mr. Arland, what are you going to do with these enormous rats in those cages? They're my friends. I couldn't bear to part with them. And and, and who are you, Roscoe Arland or Charles Strong? Both. I wrote under the name of Charles Strong, but my legal name is Roscoe Arland. Oh, oh, I see. Well, under the circumstances... But you'll have to get rid of those big black rats. Okay, what color do you prefer? Mr. Cooper, you're not going to let this monster get away with it, are you? Get away with what, Mrs. Bradbury? Minerva's murder. Oh, now look here. I knew he was Charles Strong the moment I laid eyes on those rats. And I know how he killed poor Minerva. Oh, the poor thing. And she thought she was so smart. She thought it was burnt seed on the carpet and it was grain for the rest. I think we'll leave, Mr. Arlen, now, Mrs. Bradbury. Come along. But don't you see? That's how he killed Minerva. He gave her to the rats. That's gross. I know it is. But that's how Charles Strong wrote it in his book. Frenzy in the sewer. Aha, frenzy in the sewer. That kept me in Havana cigars for several it years. It was just horrible. The most nauseating story I ever heard. And the most terrible part of it was the rats ate up the evidence and the police could never prove how the victims were murdered. I don't want to hear any more about it. Uh, Mr. Arland, I want those rodents out of here immediately. It breaks my heart to do it, but I'm a law-abiding citizen, Mr. Cooper. Come on, Mrs. Bradbury. Oh, uh, Mrs. Bradbury, now that we've met, uh, why don't you stay a while? Stay a while? The police are going to come and get you, you, you fiend. Really? There'll have to be an investigation. Fine. Bring them in. Love to meet them. You see, Cooper, it's like Mrs. Bradbury says. I have nothing to hide. Absolutely nothing. Right, Rudy? Right, Herman? Right, Adolph? Right, Freddy? Well, whatever did become of the busybody Minerva? 
Someone reading the script suggested she was consumed with curiosity, but that seemed too pat a solution. I guess it's just going to be one of those thousands of unsolved disappearances you read about. The names of our players and a preview of next week's program in just a minute. <laughs> 